We thank you for joining us here on South Florida Sunday. We'd like to welcome our next guest. Nancy Brinker is with us on South Florida Sunday to talk to us about Promise Fund of Florida. Uh, Nancy, welcome to South Florida Sunday. Thank you so much. Very, very kind of you to have Well, we are very glad to have you with us. Tell us about the Promise Fund of Florida and tell us about your mission. Well, it was born really four years ago out of a terrific need that has developed in Florida, and that is uh, low-resource patients who really have no access to cancer, uh, to, rather to health care, uh, including cancer care, but which is what I've spent most of my life doing uh, through the Susan Komen Foundation. It was my sister. But then when I came back to um, Florida after being uh, not only overseas serving our country, but in Washington as well, uh, I was astonished by the amount of poverty in, in health care. And that 80 to 100 women in our Palm Beach County, which is one of the wealthiest counties in the world and also one of the poorest at the same time, uh, 80 to 100,000 women have actually no access to health care. And that is because we largely have a for-profit health care system, but we also have grown so fast. And there aren't the places for them to get care. And uh, they really don't have what we call a medical home. And that really touched me deeply because it is my home. It is one of the fastest growing counties in the state. And certainly the kind of issue that does not add up in the end to happy, healthy neighbors and happy, healthy neighborhoods. Can you talk about the disparities uh, when it comes to minorities and women's health care? Yeah. Well, black women and Hispanic women basically just have a 10-point spread difference, 40% uh, higher death rates in black women who develop breast cancer, 30% higher in Hispanic women. At the end of the day, way, way too many people dying from diseases, which we believe when they are screened or detected early, are curable in most cases because we can find the disease so early. And, um, and the sadness is that they don't have access. So, the, so what we started to do was we started really to scout around and say, what in our community and in our county, who could be counted on to give these patients access to some care, at least screening and education? What we came upon is, is actually not a new solution in the United States, but federally qualified health care centers. That's their formal name. But places like here they're called, one is called Found Care, and then there are others called uh, different names, uh, sort of, uh, you know, Mary Louise Cancer Foundation mm-hmm. and Kari Dodd Center, et cetera, are all federally qualified health care centers that render care uh, to women at a very low or no cost. And we went to them and asked if we could, if they would consider putting in a screening center and we would get the equi- equipment donated. And we did. Hologic, which is a wonderful company, it's a public company, um, and a very, very good reputation, excellent for the products they produce, which are screening and um, equipment to uh, verify early uh, detection. And so they gave us the 3D installation, a 3D mammography installation, which we took to found care and got them after a certain amount of um, negotiating uh, a place to put it. And after all of this, we hired some patient navigators. Now, patient navigators are people who are somewhere between a uh, 
in a uh, nurse and a social worker. And we wanted people from communities where there was a lack of, of medical care and where there were large populations of underserved women. And since last November, when we had the machine uh, installed to today, we have either educated, navigated, screened, and in some cases brought to treatment almost 20,000 women. And we say that and have committed to next year doubling that amount so that we can get to these diseases early. No women should be dying of, of early diagnosed breast and cervical cancer. As one of the founders, as the founder of the Susan G. Komen for a Cure organization, uh, tell us some of the more disturbing discoveries that you've made since taking that task on and some of the more encouraging things, <laughs> some of the more encouraging things that you have discovered. Well, you know, to be really honest with you, I started this effort uh, in my mind and heart about 50 years ago in 1971 when President Nixon declared the war on cancer. Mm-hmm. At that time, it was meant more for research because it was never known then that, that as many people will be, would be diagnosed in today's world and not treated uh, uh, in those days. And it was a very fine committee and a very fine commitment that President Nixon made. However, now we find ourselves in a place where we have multiple drugs, multiple approaches, screening, treatment, all kinds of things. And yet we're not getting to the patients and to the people who need the most, those without any care. So it's a serious problem, and, and the death rate is far so far way too high and not necessary and very, very costly. So we have proven most of these statements that I'm making to you already. We're creating data sets. We're working with a large data company, SAS, and they're doing a great job with us. And we are creating not only the knowledge of what we're doing, the how-to of doing what we're doing, but the real data and the real uh, outcomes. And we've talked about early detection being key. Let's move forward. Let's yeah. talk about a woman who receives a cancer diagnosis, and how does the Promise Fund work into that? Yeah, well, luckily we have several centers uh, who partner with us, sort of primary care centers and organizations, and they bring the patient to the one found care uh, installation we have, and some of them have them in other community centers. But we, what we are beyond uh, all of this is an aggregator. We aggregate care and services. So we've mapped our county. We know where everything is, whether it's a for-profit or a not-for-profit institution. We know what they can provide and can't, and that's where you start. You start where you can. And so we have really, we're very proud of our model. We feel like it's not only applicable to these two diseases. It's just that women are, these are the top two cancer killers of women. Mm-hmm. So um, that's really why we did what we did. And even though a lot of people in the beginning said it just couldn't be done, it is being done. It's a great, great model, and we're very proud of it. We understand you've been gain, gaining some exciting momentum when it comes to funding uh, to expand your work, and we want to hear all about that. Yes, we have wonderful partners, absolutely wonderful partners. One of them happens to be a company named Hologic, who I've worked with for many years, both on a volunteer basis and in a consulting basis. And um, uh, they do, I think, they they create probably some of the very best mammography detection equipment 
and also for cervical cancer. They're very active in that. They're a very large producer of what we call FinPrep, which are the two cervical cancer, HPD, and um, the pap smear really combined into one, uh, one test. And um, we, we received a wonderful gift from them because they are doing an enormous program on health equity. And that really has set us up this year to uh, build and to uh, overcome some of the things that we have found in building our system. And it's been extremely exciting having people who are so professional uh, do so many things for us, guide us, give us advice, um, and, and help us with what we believe are, you know, what, what they believe are outcomes and where to direct patients and the kind of treatment the patients they need. It's, it's really been a wonderful experience being partnered with them. And we have many other corporate sponsors as well um, that, that help us, but not in the degree that Hologic has. Well, we're really uh, grateful uh, to have the Promise Fund here in our community, the Promise Fund of Florida, and we're glad to know that you have uh, such great support. Now, someone listening to our conversation that wants to find out more about the Promise Fund of Florida, where would they go? They would go to go on the Internet to our website, thepromisefundofflorida.org, and you can read all about us at promisefundofflorida.org. And, and enter our website. You can join our organization. You can do a lot of things, and you can find out exactly what we've been working on, how we do what we do, and how to help somebody if you know someone who needs help um, by being someone who's been excluded from our health care system. Well, we want to thank you, Nancy Brinker, for being with us and getting us up to date on all the goings-on at the Promise Fund of Florida. And we certainly want to thank you and your team there for all the great work that you are doing. We want to urge our listeners to support all the great work that you are doing. Uh, And I'm sure uh, you're always more than happy to accept donations. And are you looking for volunteer help? Always. We're always looking for people who want to help us and come and help us maybe put on an event or come and help us, um, you know, our navigators with needs they may have for patients. These patient navigators we have, and we have 10 of them, they're sensational. They are the people who bring the patient into the screening center and stay with them during their treatment if they need it. Um, and they are absolutely fabulous, and they always need help. <laughs> and they would go to the, your, the website also to get more information on that? Yes. Absolutely. Any kind of, if they want help, they have ways, if they want to help, there are ways to enter our system and to let us know that you're available. Please, we also do a bridge walk in the fall, and this year it's going to be bigger than ever, where we try to get together all of the people from all of the different cultures living in South Florida to walk across the bridge. What we're doing is bridging care with patients. That's really our message. And um, so we would love to have as much help as anyone would like to give us. Well, again, we want to urge everyone listening to to support the great work that you're doing in any way possible. And, of course, volunteering is a great way to do that. Thank you once again for being our guest today here on South Florida Sunday. Thank you so much. How kind of you to ask me. Um, And I really appreciate it. And this is the kind of help charities need. Thank you so much. Free Kids Workshops are back in stores at the Home Depot. On the first Saturday of every month, from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., bring your little ones to a local Home Depot for a hands-on learning experience that kids love. Find more kid-friendly projects and kids' workshop kits at homedepot.com kids. For 25 years, the Home Depot has been building confident, 
future doers with its free kids workshops. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Lost by last, U.S. only. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.